Stag. Man and his amazing friend. Uh, hey everybody. Whoa. The apocalypse is upon us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It's all over. But it doesn't matter. We don't have an episode. The 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 uh, live show will come out at some point. We uh, promise. We're working. Well, we on don't it. promise. We're working on it. We're, we're yeah. If some of it. you may have noticed that it came out for like ten seconds and then was gone, and that's because we put it out and then listened to it and we were like, oh shit, this sounds bad. We got to get rid of it again. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's, we're just cleaning up the audio, guys. It's our bad. But it'll be with you guys at some point, eventually. We will never go two weeks again without an episode. Yeah. Well, that's not that's true. That's definitely will, not true. <laughs> Especially if uh, if we all just get quarantined at some point. I mean, oh. unless they just give us the equipment in quarantine. I don't know. Well, we would be quarantined in our own houses, wouldn't we? I guess, yeah. I don't know how quarantine works. I, I don't, I don't know. It's not usually. I just kind of love how, like, we, we for, like, a month, we were just kind of watching, like, just got our popcorn, and we were like, oh, shit, shit's going down in China. What? Whoa, that's crazy. And now we're just like, whoa, it's here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, well, the when, when, when we get, when we get Tom Hanks on the show, we'll ask him how quarantine works. <laughs> yeah. The, Jerry Duggan kept telling me, about how this, how bad this is going to be, and what was going to happen, and I was like, "Jerry, you sound like a lunatic. Mm-hmm. You are out of your mind." And then everything he said is coming true. He was like, it's "Totally, Ryan. Nuts. Ryan, they're going to push the release date for Fast Nine by a whole year." And we were oh, like, "No right. fucking way!" And they did, and it sucks. Yeah, I feel like if you described the last ten years to someone before these last ten years, they would have thought you were a lunatic. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, Donald Trump's going to be president. The, yeah. guy, the yeah. guy from the Apprentice? major virus outbreak. Yeah, mm-hmm. a couple uh, actually in the past ten years. So, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Uh, well, it's a this great is time. A fun way to start the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Stegman and its amazing friends, the Supple Boys, the Lacroix Boys are here. I'm Griffin. Oh. That's Ethan, and it's Ryan Stegman's podcast. Hey, Ryan. Hi, guys. Donnie's not here. <laughs> Donnie's That's not here. That's why there's here. no beatboxing up top. I can't beatbox. It well, uh, well. Ethan. Okay. Mm. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I'll just take Donnie's <laughs> track from an earlier episode and put it underneath it. I did it in one of the episodes. I don't think anybody liked it. It's so. okay. Um, what? Well, what, well, yeah, we we had. It was crazy. We probably now have the same number of episodes with Donnie as we do with people that aren't Donnie. Uh, yeah right. So, <laughs> yeah. We, had we are. We we do have a guest this episode. Who is it? Yes, it's Mr. Tom King. Uh, we're gonna. We finally got him. Yeah, a lot of you guys have been asking for him. He's gonna be on the show a bit later. We didn't want to involve him in our usual antics because <laughs> you know he's got shit to do and he doesn't want to deal with us talking about. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, how about Lacroix, Ethan? You tried your first Lacroix at C two E two. Yeah. Um, I brought you a Pamplemousse Lacroix. Yeah. What, what did you think? That was very thoughtful of you, although ultimately I found it underwhelming. Okay. Okay. And I haven't it, had they one are since. Underwhelming. That's the whole yeah. point. They are underwhelming, the but point. they're but they're not they have no calories. I feel that, but water. it was hyped up to me a lot. Like there was a lot oh, of hype okay. around it. Okay. So I, you thought it was gonna be like some delicious thing that was I thought I was gonna be a LaCroix boy, and I no. can't say that I am. No. I am well, I've had two since we started recording. Yeah. Good. Wow. Great. I've recently uh I I found the new uh, do I have a can? Nah, Aha is a new sparkling water brand. Uh, I think from Coke, because Pepsi does bubbly. And I think Coke owns Lacroix. Uh, maybe. Sure. I don't know. 
Um, but I've been trying those ones, it's, it's, and you know, that's more sparkling water. We did have quite Actually, a bit of sparkling water that weekend, Ethan. It just was not LaCroix. Would you care no. to tell us what kind it was? It's the fucking hard kind. What was the brand name? <laughs> <laughs> truly. We had a bunch yeah, of yeah, yeah. And Trulys because uh, everybody, we went, the Supple Boys went to their first convention, courtesy of Mr. Ryan's segment. Oh, shit. Uh, C2E2. It was a great time. Um, to all the folks that we got to meet, wonderful meeting you. Um, yeah, let's go through some of the people that you got to meet that you thought were cool, besides me. Yeah, Mr. Oh, Ryan Otley. Wait, Ethan, tell them what you thought about me the first time you saw me. Oh my god, okay, so yeah, it was interesting <laughs> meeting a lot of these people in real life, because some of them are way more handsome than you expect, and some of them are exactly what you expect, and our, our own Mr. Ryan Stegman, I was like, who is this tall god uh, in front <laughs> oh, of me? Oh, stop. Uh, <laughs> That's what I wanted you to say. <laughs> And then I saw Donnie, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's Donnie. Yeah. And Donnie saw me, and he said, you're so tiny. And I'm like, yeah, yeah he did a bunch of times. Totally. He really harped on that. Yeah. <laughs> I will cool. say Ethan was maybe a foot taller than I expected him to be. Yeah. 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 I, you and I are about the same height. Yeah. yeah. That Let me tell you, that sucked because Donnie's about your height as well. And so it was just <laughs> you three kings and the jester. <laughs> Uh, it's okay because that's how it's been literally my entire life so i'm yeah, pretty man. used to it at this point so tell tell us who you guys met we met a whole bunch of super awesome folks that mm-hmm. night you know we're just i, I, I don't mean to, you know you know uh make a big deal of it or anything but we're just sitting there in the hyatt lobby bar oh uh, shit <laughs> <laughs> and it was fucking great we hanging met out with scotty young Mm-hmm. Scotty Young with, in the flesh. Yeah. There he was. Um, uh, with purple teeth from wine. <laughs> His teeth were always purple. I know. He, he likes wine. Yeah, um, I like wine too. Mr. Uh, Raymond Perez. Um, oh, he's awesome. Yeah. The, the, the suave. I kept man. forgetting that you guys would be like impressed. So I'd just be like, oh, yeah, and this is Griffin and Ethan. <laughs> and you guys were like, what? That's yeah, I just uh, shit yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got yeah. to got to talk to Daniel Warren Johnson in the flesh. He's and he's the nicest man in real life as well. So yeah. um, we offered to produce so many people podcasts. We were like, "Do you want a podcast?" You, want, you, want. <laughs> you guys went out to dinner with Cully Hamner. We sure did. Yes, that we was sure awesome. did. Yeah. Uh, that was a great night. Meg was there. We met Meg, um, and uh, that was fantastic. Thanks for buying us a bunch of pizza and booze. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, and you guys went to the Marvel party. Which, fuck yes, are the things of legend. Yeah, are you yeah, me? that was crazy. We got to we got to roll in there at eleven uh, forty five p.m. Uh, after walking several blocks in the cold, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and let me tell you, it was worth it. It was, yep. it was. All these Marvel people, they're like, "And who are you, boys?" <laughs> and we're like, "Well, we're Ryan Stegman's adopted children." <laughs> yeah. We so you did you guys meet Al Ewing there? We didn't, no. I, we didn't get to talk I, to Al. I, I saw Al so Al. many times and didn't get to speak to him. Um, I was a little I was a little sauced. Otherwise, I would have done it. I, <laughs> I just didn't know what was going on. You went and got some tacos, and they were the best tacos. We did get ta- 3 a.m. tacos. One of the few signatures that I got was an Amazing Spider-Man number one by Ryan Otley. I love that man. It's, really respect yeah, him. It's blurred. He was a great dude. Ryan. Really nice to meet. He said he'll never come on the show, but that's okay. That's fun. Yeah, that's he's really he's fun. not big on talking in public. 
Yeah, I get that. That's fine. That's okay. <laughs> We're terrible. I actually, the list that I sent you of people to contact to be on the show, uh, I put him on there without his knowledge because I knew that if I asked, he would just say no immediately. Right. So I just figured I would have you guys contact him and maybe yeah. I would like... No, it didn't him. work. It didn't work. Sorry, <laughs> or like he, he would feel worse telling you guys no than he would tell like me. He'd just be like, no, absolutely not. Leave me yeah, on. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was very kind about it. He was very kind about it. We met Adam Gorman. He's a very Gorham. Gorham. My apologies, Adam. Yeah, yeah you fucking idiot. I Daniel don't Warren know Johnson. how to say words. Did we mention DWJ? Yeah, you did mention yep. D-dubs. He's a great guy. Um, and... Ethan Ryan Lee Ryan Lee fuck yeah Ryan Lee yep you guys Kenny Porter um, was there we said hey to Kenny because he's the best mm -hmm. man he is a great guy Mm -hmm. did you talk to um, Stephen Green at the Marvel party I don't think so yes southern southern (laughs) accent Georgia no from Savannah I didn't no Ethan may have okay cannot cannot say so our buddy Dylan Parker spoke to Teeny Howard and then we he was and then very we also charmed went, by Teeny he Howard. He was very charmed by Teeny Howard. He's gonna hate that you brought that up. We can cut it out. He is very he's charming. She's she's very outgoing. Charmed by yeah. Teeny Howard, and then got in in a screaming match about wearing a Donny Cates shirt with Scotty Young. Oh yes, yes. We got some. We did get some. We got some free Devil's Advocates merch. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, the, he only had extra larges, so I have a massive Devil's Advocates shirt. Cut, turn it into but, a cutoff. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, that was exciting. I love that you guys brought your friend who had nothing to do with the show, mm-hmm. and then he got into a fight with Scotty Young. He was so mad at himself about it at the hotel. He's like, oh my God, damn it. I will say, so So I'll just tell them what happened. He he wore his Advocates shirt, Devil's Advocates shirt, to the Marvel party because he didn't, I don't think he knew he was going to the Marvel party, and I also think he was out of shirts. Yes. He was out of shirts. Because he was and staying so he with us, it. but all of his clothing was somewhere else scotty started giving him shit about it and then he was trying to defend himself saying it's my only shirt (laughs) basically making fun of him yeah right (laughs) kelly thompson wasn't at that party was she no okay good because if she i was like i thought that i might have missed her and i would have been really depressed so yeah no i was trying to seek out everybody i could and like i said there could have been a million other people there but again i i, I don't remember <laughs> yes. certain moments of that so but yes Kelly, perhaps uh, the, perhaps the highlight we did finally get to meet mr johnny cates in person uh, and we oh all my hung goodness. out and donny is always is donny all the time he's always donny <laughs> there's a wonderful bit when we were at the marvel party um and he's like Guys, guys, can I say something for a second? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna break kayfabe here for just a second and say, you know, you boys are killing it. It's, uh, it's been wonderful. Uh, Ethan, you are hilarious in person. Griff, you're fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> God damn, dude. And that was breaking kayfabe. That's fucking brutal. <laughs> well, it's exactly because then I, fo- I followed up with, oh yeah, I'm gonna break kayfabe for a second. He's like, no, I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually super indifferent towards you. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, he's the best though. Donnie is Donnie was super fun to hang out with. He was very on brand the whole weekend with his super cool jacket and his scarf. Oh my god, he's like a vampire. It's awesome. <laughs> we wish all him black, the best. All he's, black all the time. He's not yeah. with us uh today because anymore he passed away away, corona got him r.i.p passed away in quarantine (laughs) 
Um, nah, he's moving into his house and he can't find his microphone probably. And we'll see how long it takes him to find his microphone, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's it. Those we'll have things. to get him back on. Cause I, I don't know if there's anybody left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the world. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And everybody, all of the, all the fans, the, the Steg fans and, um, and even some other folks that are coming over from other projects that Ethan and I are working on thanks so much for coming out to the live show yeah there were so many people that were like gracious towards us specifically like we got a lot of shouts of supple boys and shit which was crazy thank you very Um, much thank you so much to all those people they made us feel amazing it was so cool so we were thinking about how like what the progression of boys is because you know eventually ethan and i want to be we want to have the vip panel and yeah ryan and donnie won't be allowed to come um <laughs> so because we were rewind boys from our previous show spider-man mm-hmm. rewind and mm-hmm. now we are supple boys on this show ryan what do we become what do we evolve in what's our last what's our final form yeah of like boys. i said bef- before we started recording you become mushy men okay mm. okay. okay i don't want that. unless uh, uh, unless yeah. you get ripped and then you're just well like a, i feel like mushy men is a pretty generic term whereas ours yeah. is pretty specific we are a rewind boy then we're a supple boy griffin is ripped i think i am technically already a mushy man but i'm not gonna i don't want that to be out there publicly so griffin cut that out okay sure um yeah well okay you guys can be uh uh sex <laughs> demons <laughs> Can we do pop culture news? Coronavirus news. Okay. So lots has happened with the coronavirus, Ryan. Um, uh, as we mentioned, Fast and Furious Nine delayed by a year. Oh, a, qu- a Quiet Place Part Two delayed indefinitely. <laughs> uh, Tom Hanks and his wife fucking in a tent just breathing through tubes i don't know it's bad this is only funny if they they recover this fine yeah. oh shit you're right we might have to go back and yeah, yeah this yeah. episode will disappear too yep um so uh yeah what do you think about the coronavirus right <laughs> what do you think about this pandemic <laughs> this was wow you really did some research uh not a fan yeah yeah Next. it's bad you know what? I'm, uh, not, I'm I, not into it, but let's just see where it goes. Let's, you know, it, it, it could have a little potential. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to write it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, true. Without getting it first. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. You never know until you see it. <laughs> yeah. I feel uh, like while Donnie's gone, we could sneak in some Star Wars news. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of Star Wars news. the The Rise of Skywalker novelizations revealing all of these extra details about the movie that we didn't get from the movie, like the fact that uh, Ray's dad spoilers is like a failed clone of palpatine uh and that ray and kylo's kiss is like was not romantic it was a kiss of gratitude um (laughs) this is the the mark of a good movie that you have to go read a 400 page (laughs) novel to understand it do you do you uh do you ever kiss your wife for gratitude ryan I mean, probably, like when she makes a good dinner. Yeah, man. I mean, what? You never, you're never just out here just kissing your boys, just giving them a kiss because you're just so thankful for them. Just being like, thanks, brother. And you give Even them a if little, your yeah, boys a uh, exploded a system of planets. I feel like I took you guys on a whirlwind tour of the comic book industry, introduced yeah. you to all these people. Not yes. one kiss. Not, no. one, not a single kiss. And we were super polite to everybody. 
Yeah. I was hoping Scott. <laughs> I bet you guys didn't give me a kiss. You two owe me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I typically do fair, the European thing of kissing on each cheek, but I didn't want to put you off. Yeah. To be fair, I, so I can't like really get up there, so it's really on everybody else to come down to my level. <laughs> All you got to say is just just tell me to lift you up. I'll pick you right up. I'm gonna, your little I'm gonna push a chair over and stand <laughs> on it. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so Star Wars is uh, good or bad or whatever you think. It's um, it's okay. Who gives a shit? If you like the movie, great. If you like the book, great. If you don't. Speaking of liking movies, Ryan, do you like the Amazing Spider-Man two? The Amazing Spider-Man two, the one with Andrew Garfield. Yeah. I didn't see it. Okay, you well, haven't seen the, it, the, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were at a signing once. Me and Dylan went to a signing with you, and uh, you were signing some of my books, and I was talking about it, and you're like, I haven't seen it. And this is like right after the movie <laughs> came out. And I was like, okay, well, the movie just came out. I wasn't excited about it, and I and I just don't really want to watch a Spider-Man that I'm not. We gotta yeah, show. We gotta show him our cut. Too. Show yeah, we made it. We better. we recut Amazing Spider-Man too, and it's really good now. But. Um, Anyway, yeah. the writer of that one is back. He's penning another spin-off Spider-Man project. We're back to the Sony universe. It mm-hmm. might be Craven. It might be something, but essentially we're back to those times of when there were rumored Aunt May spin-offs that she would be in a spy movie. And Holy uh, Lord. Yeah. What do you think? You excited? Sure. <laughs> I mean, honestly, any of these could be good. Yeah, totally. The way you're, the way you're saying it, Makes me think they're going to be bad. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, the rumors are that it could movie be should be good. Yeah, the that's, rumors are that it could be Craven. Movie. It could be Black Cat. Um, it could be the, okay. the there's like apparently seriously working on a Madam Web film. Uh, a Black c- Cat movie, I feel like that's a weird one because she's such a ripoff of Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. She's a good character in her own right, but I feel like people wouldn't be able to get past that. She appeared in Amazing Spider-Man too briefly, played by Felicity Jones from Rogue One. God damn it. I just saw another thing about Fast 9 and I'm still pissed about it. Oh, a year? That's so sad. Yeah. I was looking forward to Fast 9. That just lets you know how much money those movies make. Where they're just like, yeah, we can we can put this out whenever the fuck we want. Yeah, Are you a fan funny. of the franchise? Uh, yes. I will say this. Somebody pointed this out to me. Mm-hmm. Valiant has so much riding on this Bloodshot movie, right? Yeah, and yeah. Guess what? Off. It comes out tomorrow. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Like, that is just a disaster. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I have an article here that says uh, Vin Diesel uh, says that Bloodshot opens the door to the Valiant universe. Although I would say that maybe people aren't going to walk through it. that door. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's terrible. That's, I mean, I actually do feel bad. Like, as much as I wanted to make fun of a Bloodshot movie, it could be good. But yeah. Even it could be the best movie ever. It's not going to get seen right now. Do you want to see more Valiant movies? No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well then, good good news. It's not going to make yeah. any money. Yeah. I want people to I want people to make a bunch of money on Valiant movies. Right. You don't want to see Exo Man of War. I actually, I, he looks cool. He He's does a cool look looking cool. character. Yeah. So maybe. But okay. You don't want to see Ninjack or Ninja K or whatever? Ninjack. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to see Mark Ruffalo, who has reportedly signed on to be the Hulk in She-Hulk? I mean, we is he he's playing the Hulk, That's what which we've seen him do. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yes, All I do right. want to see that. Who's playing She-Hulk? We don't know yet. An Allison Brie type. <laughs> An Allison Brie type. We talked about this at the live show. Mm-hmm. Who did we? Who did I? I said somebody really good would be. I think you might be, have uh, said Allison. You Brie. said Jane Lynch. No, no, no. <laughs> I said if Liberty Bell, uh, <laughs> Betty Gilpin. Oh the other yeah, girl right. From, mm. I think she'd be a better She-Hulk. Mm. That would be pretty good. That'd be pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, you know what would be better? That I don't have a segue. They Disney Plus <laughs> was apparently working on a Tron TV show from the Twelve Years a Slave writer, and then they scrapped it, uh, which that, makes people mad. That's such a weird. A the Twelve combo. Years a Slave writer is now. Really <laughs> I, know, Tron. I know. Well, we a lot of us have been clamoring for Tron to come back. Are you a Tron fan? I like Tron. I'm not a. I'm not as into it as other people. I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those, I didn't see that when I was a kid. So Yeah, I mean, the first one sucks. I don't mean for that to be a hot take, but. <laughs> but it looked cool. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it didn't. <laughs> for the time, to, Ethan. To, listen, yeah, Ethan, you, you weren't alive then. Okay? You're right. That was the You're coolest right. looking shit until we realized that those were bad effects. I fucking <laughs> dare you to watch the first one now. <laughs> All right, that's job number one now that everybody's going to be. But Tron Legacy time. is super good, right, Ethan? Uh, <laughs> yes. I do love um, that Daft Punk Olivia Wilde. Pretty cool. Oh yeah, Olivia Wilde's Olivia great. Wilde's you see Booksmart? You see Booksmart? I didn't. I I've been listening to that soundtrack mm-hmm. like crazy though. Dan Booksmart. the Automator. Booksmart great is soundtrack. Super good. Booksmart is a great movie. Just from the clips that they play on the soundtrack, I was like, why have I not seen this? Why yeah, right. Seen it? it's, it's on awesome. um, it's on Hulu if you have Hulu. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I might watch that tonight, honestly. Good call. You know what else is a good movie? Jurassic World, maybe. And they're working on a live-action TV series in that universe. You like Jurassic World, Ryan? <laughs> Listen, I love Jurassic Park with uh-huh. all my heart. Uh-huh. And I will watch this TV series because I will watch anything with dinosaurs in it. Good call. Yeah. That, that look good. Mm-hmm. The thing that they've done since they since Jurassic Park that drives me crazy is they figured it out in, the, in Jurassic Park. Yeah, they right. everything in the dark in the rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that makes the dinosaurs look really cool. Mm-hmm. All these other movies, they put them out in the light, and they look kind of fake. <laughs> and they, well, they don't mm-hmm. use puppets anymore either. So yeah. It's, yeah, I just wish that they would just go back, just make it dark. It's fine. Mm-hmm. They do yeah. I, like you know. There's there's a sort of superficial use of practical stuff in some of these movies, especially like these retro remakes, you know, Star Wars and Jurassic World, where they're like, we made it, we actually made an animatronic Triceratops. Um, <laughs> and it's like, for the scene where they we pass by a Triceratops. It's for the part where they actually touch it on the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not right. for anything else. No. Um, but, hey, that original cast is going to be back for the third one. And, uh, you know. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that- Colin Trevorrow had a interesting sounding star wars script so maybe maybe was it interesting though it sounded interesting <clears throat> can't star say wars here's one other thing fates. that irks me about jurassic park as mm-hmm. i drifted off and lost the thread of the conversation <laughs> yeah um, it feels like it didn't come out that long ago i know it did but the fact that jeff goldblum went from like super hot dude yeah to old weird man <laughs> in this amount of time it just seems like it wasn't enough time for this to happen. I love Goldblum. You see any of that, uh, that, that his Disney Plus show where he goes around the world and just Jeff Goldblum's around the world? Just, like, touches everything. Ooh. He's just a quirky, quirky grandpa. He's got, yeah. he's got a whole bunch of episodes just about random things, like denim and ice cream and tattoos. And he's like, oh, denim. Look at the jeans there. That's 
uh, uh, very cool. Um, so I highly recommend it. I like it. Um, I'm in. Do it. It's just him. Speaking of Jeff Goldblum, oh shit! Final news piece. Whoa. Let's talk. Let's, let's talk about Thor: Love and Thunder, baby. Oh, fuck yeah! Uh, th- three little things about Thor: Love and Thunder. One, it's been confirmed to have the Guardians of the Galaxy in it before their third movie. So that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Bale has been confirmed as the villain, but we don't know who. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, Taika Waititi is doing something else. He's doing Charlie and the Chocolate Factory for Netflix. Mm-hmm. What do you think of those things, Ryan? Okay, <laughs> Let, we'll start from the end. <laughs> uh, is it a series? Yeah, Charlie it's an Ch- animated series, yeah. Okay, that's cool. That will be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Taika Waititi's still good. He's not like when Tim Burton remade Charlie and the Chocolate Factory past his prime. Spooky, spooky, spooky. Uh, Christian Bale, who do we think he's going to be then? Um, there's a lot of rumors, but nothing confirmed. Who do you want him I to be? Beta Ray Bill. That would be sweet. amazing. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Yeah. That's a that's what I want. I, I feel like like it's it's probably time that they could do that. I feel like you know, I do I do wish though that if they were doing Beta Ray Bill that it was Taika Waititi uh, directing mm-hmm. it because uh, the humor that you need kind of to introduce well, it is a horse-headed. It, so, yeah. Oh, I thought you said he wasn't doing no, it. No, he's, he, I mean, he's also doing Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, oh, but the, he is doing yes, Thor. Beta Ray Bill all the way. That, I don't know how Christian Bale would allow that because he's like, I want my face to be seen. He'll attach know, a horse face to himself. That's yeah. his transformation this time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the curse of being a hot man like him but. i mean comic book movies josh wilding has offered some options as far as who fuck? he could be playing Why the fuck all right let's hear it Why the fuck did we you got we this? got called the god of fear okay we got balder as oh, yeah. in balder's gate balder the brave Mm-hmm. we got beta ray bill of course which i think we all want uh and we got a minotaur he could just be a minotaur or a minotaur Depends on how he, you want to say yeah, it. Yeah, tomato, tomato. He could be Hercules. That would be fascinating. <laughs> yeah. That would be fun. Um, I, I'm all in on Beta Ray Bill. You know what? Taika Waititi follows me on Twitter. I'm going to make him listen to this episode. Oh, shit. Do it. Wow, you're connected, man. Uh, they also say he could be Galactus, which I would love. <laughs> that would be so <laughs> That would be awesome. <laughs> Fuck yeah, let's do it. Uh, um, why not cool. Silver Surfer? Yeah, I mean, he could be Silver Surfer. Or Gore, the God Butcher from Jason Aaron's run. They have Silver Surfer back because they got Fantastic Four back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be a space to bring him back, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could also just bring Morpheus back to do the voice of him again. Yeah. You but know? still, I, still, I just want it to be Beta Ray Bill. Please. <laughs> All right. And then, yeah, the Guardians are back. You like the Guardians? Yes. The, the I, I've liked both movies quite a bit. Sweet. Well, that's been pop culture news, everybody. What has Donnie done? Now it's now it is our fucking theme song. God, I know it was kind of sarcastic in the beginning, and, and now, now it is. All right, yeah. good for us. Well, maybe it's at this point in the show that we should hop on over to our chat with Mr. Tom King. Do you do you guys think we should do that? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, do it. let's make it seamless. Let's just get right in there. He's right. he's here. He's here right now. Whoa! Hey, oh! Tom. <laughs> Whoa! Now it's the rest of the podcast, everybody. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's well done. We're here. Thank you. We're here with Mr. Tom King. Tom, it is awesome having you, man. We've been trying to get you for a second, and a lot of people on Twitter 
have been trying to uh, ha- have us get you on the show, and we're so excited to ha- finally have you here. What's oh, up? What an honor to be on the show. Thank you all the people who wanted me on the show. I- I'm sure it was mostly so that you guys could berate me about something, and I- I'm, re- I'm here to take it. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, awesome. so that marriage. <laughs> That's why I wanted you on the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. I'm Ryan's so like, sorry. About- I know, and then I killed right. Alfred, and I don't know what the fuck Wally did, but it was bad. And yeah, no, there's a lot of stuff we can go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, so yes, you're known for a lot of uh, Bat Family work and uh, and such, but we're not talking about that today. Not not exclusively, at least today. Actually, we're here to chat with you about Strange Adventures number one, which just dropped. Um, and it's phenomenal. And uh, Mitch Jared's pencils in there are fucking How, how is it pronounced? Is it Garrett's? Ger- Garrett's? Gerard's? It's, Ger- it's Garrett's. It's the hardest name to pronounce in comics that looks like the <laughs> easiest name to pronounce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You said Garrett's? Yeah, it's Garrett's. Yeah. Okay. I, Garrett's. I've been right all along. That's all Garrett's. I know. <laughs> yeah, the hard G. Yeah, it's the Sinkevich of our generation. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so I have a question. Just and it's Clay Manana. You pronounce the second N in Clay Man. Clay Manana. Clay Manana. <laughs> yeah. um, whose idea was it to do a book with where you have two different artists on it? I guess that was my idea, theoretically. Um, Did you have both artists in mind immediately when you came up with that idea? Yes. I, we decided on the character. I was at a bapt. I was at Mitch's, the baptism of Mitch's child mm-hmm. uh, in Arizona. I was the godfather. And mm-hmm. we were thinking about the sort of Mr. Miracle idea, uh, what, what to do next. And he came with Adam Strange, and I went home, or I went back to a hotel room. So he came with a general plot, and I was like, okay, this is great, and like this is how it's going to be, and it's sort of, he's a man of two worlds. And I was like, because he's a man of two worlds, we'll do two different artists, and we'll do you and Doc. Because Mitch and Doc are best friends. Right. They, like... So I was like, the only way this would ever work with integrating the art in such a level is if the two guys could work, like, hand in hand. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, this is incredibly unique that two of my favorite artists, both of them I'd work with, happen to be best friends. I was like, this is got to take advantage of it. Yeah. So it was as simple as that. They, so they're both working digitally, right? Where they are, um, they're able to piece the pages together digitally and work on the same files and stuff? Yeah, Mitch is half digital now. Oh, Where he does okay. the backgrounds. Um I mean, it's it's a little more complicated than that, but it's he does the backgrounds and pen and ink, and then he does the foregrounds and the figures, basically. That's interesting. And, and, I want to uh, see that. Cool. Yeah, and then he, but he's doing the covers, um, all the covers traditionally, so he can you know sell them. <laughs> and they're and they're both coloring their own work, also, right? And they're both coloring their own work. Too. They're so doing pencils, inks, and colors. If you call them inks or pencils on digital. Well, that's pretty sweet. But, yeah. it's, it, but, it's, but I can't, I mean, it's not, to me, it doesn't look at all computery. No, um, not at all. That's yeah. one of the most impressive things about uh, Mitch's work is that, you know, he, he obviously likes to, he uses a lot of photo reference, but there's so much style still, and it does not look at all like he's using. I mean, some of the, some of the textures, I kind of, as I was reading this, I kept thinking, I need to ask him for a list of all of the tools that he's using in Photoshop. It's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. I, I'm sure he would share with you. He's the nicest guy. I love seeing any behind the scenes of Mitch's work on Twitter. He's he like he'll post little like like in progress things, and I'm fascinated by his process. Yeah. Well, he takes a he takes a picture of every he takes a model picture of every single panel. 
Which, right. And there's a sex right. scene in it, so I didn't ask too many questions. <laughs> yeah. You're like, hey, I need to see a reference for that one, Mitch. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, and, and sometimes he uses uh, actors, and sometimes he uses, you know, family and friends. That's and so sometimes cool. he uses himself. I can usually, like in yeah. Mr. Miracle, Funky Flashman, the Stan Lee character, was Mitch. Was it? If wow. you look close enough, it's like... It's, That's how, awesome. How long... I know you... So you started out, you wrote a novel before you got any... Um, uh, yeah. comic book work, right? Yes. An utter failure of a novel, I should say. <laughs> okay. But, so how, did you know Mitch at that time? Like, how long have you known Mitch and Doc? Um, I mean, I was fanboy of them before I knew them. Okay. Uh, I was... And, and they wouldn't wait. give you the time? They were like, yeah, go write your novel. Oh, yeah, I think probably. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I was, you know, so my generation of uh, writers, a lot of us came up on different sort of online boards in the early aughts right. and the early mm-hmm. mid-aughts so i came up on the ifanboy boards that old okay. podcast ifanboy this is mm-hmm. still around mm-hmm. right and um and they were big promoters of twart if mm-hmm. you guys remember that yeah and so through through and they like they had some sort of symbiotic relationship <laughs> where they were always promoting those like 10 twart artists and mm-hmm. doc and mitch were, were of them and so i were, and i was just in awe of all those guys and i would follow their work and follow them and they were always like my first guys went to and, and you know I, and I've tried to work with all of them you know Tom Fowler and um, I mean some of them like Somni and yeah uh, Hawthorne was on there Hawthorne Mitch um, Breitweiser yeah uh, yeah that was a good group a bunch of people so that's that's and so I encountered their work there so then when flash forward a few years I got my first Vertigo book which was a, a sheriff of Babylon they were sort of throwing artists at me and they threw Mitch at me I just said yes and that's how we met. We, uh, an editor hooked us up. That's a that's beautiful awesome. book. And now you're yeah. now you're poised to raise his children. <laughs> now I'm poised. To, now I have to give spiritual guidance to poor West Garrett's. He's relying on me to guide him through life. Can we? If we can, God. if we can He's rewind God. for one second. So why did you say that your novel was a failure of a novel? Uh, just because no one bought it. No. It's oh, okay. So in in execution, it wasn't a failure. Uh, I I don't think it was a failure. I mean, I, to me, I look at it almost like a reading it now. I'm like, oh, this is me learning how to write. Like it's right. not. There's it's no it's not perfect in, in any way. But I I was like, oh, there's like there's beauty in here and there's mistakes and there's struggle and it's, to me it just looks like a a writing exercise. I'm sure people are going back and buying it now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, uh, that novel. Oh my! It, it was, it was, um, it was a bestseller for literally like three minutes. Uh, <laughs> oh really? Yeah, the, the AV Club gave it like this review that was like, um, "This is the next Watchmen." It, it wasn't. Whoa. That's what they said in a review. So um, that's what they said about Venom. Yeah, too. exactly. That's right. mm-hmm. But Venom was better than Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the uh, so and then I watched it on the Amazon list. Go like skyrocketing up because you can watch your little numbers i'm like oh my god this is my day i'm famous i'm a famous writer <laughs> and then i like i like called i called him because like two weeks out of the book i was like what's our plan like how are we gonna to to, to, to capitalize this and the publisher was like oh we we don't have a plan we there you we already spent all your marketing money Good yeah <laughs> we we did just capitalize on it just yeah, now that was, that was it you sold 30 books that was capitalization. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah that was a but uh, and then it, you, there, was, there was also a war between Barnes and Noble and Simon and Schuster, and it got caught in the middle of the war. It was a bunch of shit. Went what? what? I'm gonna have to check. It's a superhero <clears throat> novel, right? Yeah, it's a novel about super. It's about a bunch of superheroes who all lose their powers. I can pitch it a lot because I used to go to cons like 
hundreds of cons and hand sell it like getting in a used car salesman. And it's at right. least on par with Watchmen. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. That, those are the expectations you should have. <laughs> a website. Is there a super so. cool pirate story in the middle? <laughs> no, but there are pictures. Tom Fowler drew pictures for oh, it. Fuck it works yeah. for, of, it's reverse of super Watchmen, cool where pirate like, every stuff, chapter yes. is all by comic instead of <laughs> Were you still working you were in the CIA, right? Were you still working at the CIA when you when you wrote this? No, I took a year off from the CIA and wrote it at night. Well, I know it became a full time uh, home dad or whatever you call him. Uh, Mr. Mom kind of person, uh, mm-hmm. and I wrote it at night while my kids. So, so I wrote, I wrote literally between uh, midnight and three a.m. every night. I would stay up and write until I finished the book. Wow. Do you have Do you have any interest in going back to prose at all? No, comics are so much easier. Are you kidding? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh you know why? Because in comics, uh, the artist does most of the work, and then we do take most of the credit. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Stupid artist. Uh, yeah. And t- Donnie delights in me complaining about that because I'll, I'll send him something. I'm like, I hate you. Look at what I have to do. And he's just like, yeah, that seems difficult. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. It took him, it took really, him three minutes to type it out. Like, like, it's legit hard to describe something. Like, to be like, oh, this is what a room looks like, and this is where the table is, and this is where my desk is, and my computer, and all that crap. But it's so easy to be like, draw a room and then just move on. <laughs> well, I was curious about that. So in so some of the shots that both Doc and Mitch have in here, they have like all this background information. How much of that do you put in the script and how much of that is just them adding to it? I was wondering that as well, yeah. Yeah. I very I mean, my scripts you can see my scripts if you'd use the vision director's cut or the um Mr. Miracle Barnes and Noble version. There's the, mm-hmm. the, of my scripts are out there, but they're 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 full scripts. It's panel by panel, and all the panels are laid out. And I, I very almost never do like do six panel fight scene and all worded. I, n- I never do that. They're all like panel by panel, but they're very bare. It'll right. be it'll be like um, uh, I mean like 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 the beginning of like the, the first panel of Strange Adventures is a uh, him at a book signing. So I was like, you know, um, Adam at a book signing. Uh, his hand stretched out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that just that one sentence, and right. I, I put it underneath. And so, so that it's it's just that it's very direct, sort of sentences about what's in the panel. Yeah. So yeah, they're adding a lot. So it, it kind of it almost. Did you ever read top ten? Yeah, of Alan, course. Yeah, that's kind of what some favorites. of the stuff reminds me of, where there's just like so much going on in the background that you have to really pay attention to everything that's happening. I feel like that's all Mitch and Doc talking to each other and trying to one-up each other, which is my perfect right. plan and kind of executing it. It's also, I mean, I'm sure you guys know this, but it's on a three-panel grid. That's what makes everything possible to merge the art. Right. Yeah, that, is... that, that also reminds me of, um, I mean, that's a little bit like, uh, what was that? Uh, the Darwin Cook one. New yeah, Frontier. New Frontier. Yeah, that's where the new, that Darwin used that three-panel grid. Yeah, yeah it's that's perfect, totally too, for that. both of their styles. It, it just really sings for me. Yeah, Mitch and I, we didn't know how to do it because we'd done nine panel grids for so long. So we mm-hmm. did an issue of Batman 62 and then I think two issues of Heroes in Crisis that we did all in the three panel grid, just trying to like mm-hmm. get our, get it right and be like, okay, this is how it works in this. Because it, it's, it reads a lot faster than a nine panel grid. Right. Um, so you have to know how many like um, words to put in each panel to sort of slow the reader down or else it'll just, it'll just go right through you with barely registering. Is that something, when you guys started the nine panel, was that something that you both had discussed wanting to do? Or is that just something that, like, was that your idea and he wanted, and he went along with it? Or I, I actually I, love nine panel grids, by the way. Like, I love, I love drawing them even. A lot yeah, of guys really? complain about them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, 
We should work together. <laughs> Forget this Donnie guy. Uh, I, well, when I came in, I was very much an Alan Moore clone. I feel like I still am a bit of an Alan Moore clone. And I, I really wanted to sort of follow that model of what he did. And I was like, man, I just... I was like, how does he make the stories move so slow? I mean, when you read a book, when you read Alan Moore, you get like three pages in, you're like, oh my God, I feel like I've been here for 20 minutes, but I'm not <laughs> bored. You know, right. Some books you open up and they're just full of words and you're bored as fuck reading because there's just so many words. It's like, there's like, it seemed like less words than that, but enough. That, so I was like, oh, it's this nine panel grid. He's totally controlling everything. Well, you said yeah, it was he, interesting because like I for think... a long time, I really admired that. I think that you're a very like succinct writer. Like I've noticed like your, your dialogue is often pared down to where it's like you use few words uh, rather than like a block of text and so it's all very like succinct and moves quickly and whatever and so i think it's it's especially funny that like on twitter and stuff like you're the first to be like yeah i just write a few words and then the artist fills it out <laughs> <laughs> I, t I mean i i might as well say the truth right i feel like i'm getting enough credit illegally you might as well legally say the word <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I heard Howard Chaik and he referred to it as journalistic storytelling, that type of thing where the mm. where the um, you know the old Harvey Kurtzman stuff where it was yeah. all on that grid that you know so like no panel is more important than another except right. when you take the one moment to you know right. make something bigger than the rest. And ever since then, I've been obsessed with it. But I would never do it on <laughs> on <laughs> Venom, obviously, you know. <laughs> but it is something that you know. I think would be cool to do someday. I always, I'll, I'll, I actually will throw one in every once in a while where the writer didn't even write one. If they have, it, you know, if they already, like, I just did a page the other day where Donnie had written seven panels and I actually turned it into a nine panel thing because there was some beats that I could add in there and I just like oh, the right. way that that looks and kind of slows the, the action down in the middle of everything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and there are things you can do with nine panels, like the, the fifth panel obviously is the center panel and you can, um, that usually should be the most important moment and then, mm -hmm. And then because they're expecting that as the most important moment, you can downplay it by making it not the most important moment. And it's just weirdly putting it like in the sixth panel, the most important moment. You can, you, you can play with it like jazz notes, you know, as soon as you, yeah. you can just establish a rhythm and then start bumping off of it. Yeah. If you think about it as drum beats, that's what I always kind of thought like yeah. about it. Uh, Absolutely. Dave Gibbon said in the, that Watchmen art book that he always tries to put something in the center of every page that he does, which I had never thought of until I read that book. I was like, that's interesting, you know, like normally I'm just like, oh, here's a really big panel because stuff's exploding <laughs> and here's small ones because I don't want to draw them. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I mean, that, I, I think your instinct is the reader's instinct, right? You're the first reader of that script. And so yeah. the fact that you're like, I don't want to draw this means it should be a smaller moment. Like, I yeah, well, like that's there, right. I have, you know, I make no secret about it that I, I really am just like all about what the fans reaction is you know i just want to make them like you know go nuts so if i'm drawing big bombastic stuff i'm going to make it totally insane yeah well that seems totally legit um you're a pretty smart artist man ryan <laughs> has anybody told you that uh i think i know more than i than i let on for sure <laughs> <laughs> what you would get from looking at my stuff is that i'm just like an image kid but i i have i have real thoughts I swear. <laughs> There's been a lot of jokes about the whole nine panel thing recently. I think it was in like Gwenpool or something. They made a joke about about like switching to a nine panel grid to make the story more serious or whatever. And I think it's it's interesting because like if you open the book and it looks like that, it's like it's a different tone immediately than like the house style. Um, mm -hmm. But to me, it's like it's it's the least. It can be the least serious too because if you think of, I feel like nine panel grids are like like three Garfield strips 
<laughs> yeah, yeah right. <laughs> like it's pun- yeah. it's it's you know set up set up punchline set up set up punchline. I wonder if it's it's only perceived that way just because it was such an Alan Moore thing yeah. back in the day. And every I mean, it, we're talking about like From Hell, V for Vendetta, Watchmen. Yeah. Well, Those are not very funny books. <laughs> but it was I mean, it originated as a Steve Ditko thing. I mean, it's yeah. like it's it's the ultimate, it's the Amazing Spider-Man thing. Yeah, and, uh, and also and, and it goes oh, I mean, yeah. it goes back to comics <laughs> in the in the in the Golden Age of Silver Age were all on a, not three not a nine panel grid but on a three structured grid where there was mm-hmm. always three layers and sometimes right. they divide into six and sometimes five but it was always just there's a top a middle and a bottom and just nine was the most extreme you could get and that's why sometimes you turn the page on those silver age spider-man issues and you're like oh, holy <laughs> it's <shit>. so <laughs> dense it's yeah. so well, dense. Nine panels, plus you have stanley who's like willing to put as many words as possible yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i was gonna say everything's out there when you're reading it you're like oh stan uh could you not describe what i'm looking at right now i see it i'm fine I, I read those now as as a grown up, and I'm like, oh, these these are two old men arguing with each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. This is very oh, yeah. clearly like you didn't draw this right, so I have to describe what's in it. Right. <laughs> I tried reading the early Spider-Man stuff to my son. I was like, we're gonna start from issue one, and you know, like reading comics to a kid is a little bit difficult because you have to like point to each uh, word balloon because yeah. they won't know what you're talking about and so i did it for like about two issues and i was like no no way we can't do this (laughs) it was taking me like a week to read one issue and i was just like and he wasn't even that into it you know i was like okay i'll I'll get you to the modern stuff i mean modern stuff griffin and and i have done a show where we do three three ditko issues in an hour and a half and it's we're rushing we're running right through I, I, and I heard some people actually listen to that. Is that yeah, right? some people, yeah. Some people do, I learned, Ryan. I that some people C2E2 only people. wanted to see us yeah. and not you and and Donny Cates. Oh, so. yeah. Just saying. Not me, though, dude. If, if you're out <laughs> no, of Tom, Tom King, Tom King actively did not want to see the Rewind Boys, the Supple Boys, <laughs> LaCroix Boys, whatever you want to call it. We us. were looking for you, and I was like, there he is, and then you, like, ran. You, like, sped up. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, that's weird. How does he even know what our faces look like? <laughs> I just we didn't even know about like, the mass text like that Ryan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, have a, oh, I have another question about Adam Strange and then we'll or Strange Adventures, and then we'll get to the five questions. But uh, so, like, how long did you have this idea percolating in your mind? Uh, I think we're almost a year out. I mean, it's so long ago that when I wrote it, I mean, the, the whole thing's a little bit of a Mueller Trump thing. It's a, it's about an investigation where mm-hmm. you know we don't where one person's trying to find out the truth and one person's trying not to find out the truth, and um, so it was so long ago that there was still hope that the Mueller Trump investigation would produce revelations, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> and that that would sort of be an answer to things. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's 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 been about. I think Mitch and I are probably halfway through Mr. Miracle at the time. I think is it like so is there something about the the i guess they're they're now a list because you guys are working on them but you know kind of b-list characters that you like so much like were you a big adam strange fan when or did you kind of come across him and be like that would be a good guy to do a story with i wouldn't put adam strange on b-list i feel like a is super i mean i know marvel's different but at dc like it's like the trinity is a and then right. b is like anyone with their own title like the right. aquamans and robins and then, like, C is people who've had their own title but can't sustain it. You know, like a Hawkman. 
And then so, so Adam's like at the at the most D, but probably like an E or an F. Yeah, I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to be like, hey, you know these D list characters. <laughs> no, no, Ad, Adam's lower than Mr. Miracle. I can I know I can, I can immediately tell from the reaction. I feel like I hadn't seen no Adam Strange in forever until he turned up in Bendis' Superman for a hot second. And uh, and then yes. and now he's got his own book. The problem with Adam Strange as opposed to Mr. Miracle is Mr. Miracle had books written about him but they were Kirby and they were brilliant in some of the genius yeah, right. stuff that's ever been done in comics. Adam Strange books are just kind of crappy. I mean, I no offense, <laughs> I mean, the, the art is beautiful. The, yeah. the Infantino art is gorgeous. Um, but the actual story is just, it's one of those like 50, or early 60s repetitive Gardner Fox stories where every single story is exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. And, and one and it's like, oh, but there's a problem. Here's a science solution. Yay, we're all happy. Right. Every character is super generic. Um, central casting. So yeah, Adam Strange is, is a bit of a challenge because there's not really... Going. But yeah, I, I mean, I, to me, it's there's just room to run, both in terms of, I mean, you, you, you probably know this. I mean, I'm sure it's when you start on Venom that the editorial cares less. Oh, yeah. Is a, is a big deal in making really great comics. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to do ambitious works, work on side characters. Uh, if you want to do mm-hmm. best-selling works, work on mainstream characters. As someone who used to write Batman. Um, mm-hmm. So you can be more ambitious with smaller characters because editorial will let you do crazier things. But, like, did you just have a moment where you were like, Adam Strange, that's the perfect one? I, I, I honestly didn't care. I mean, I've, I mean, like, Vision, you know, I did well with that, and that was given to me. Mr. Miracle, I did well with that, that was given to me. Uh, this is the first character where we chose one, and it was really Mitch who pulled him off the shelf and said, I want to draw this. I just want someone that Mitch will draw. If your artist wants to draw it, then you say yes. Right. It looks better if, they, if they're drawing something they don't want to draw. Then you're fucked. I didn't realize Mr. Miracle was given to you. I figured that that was something that you you sought out. No, yeah, that was given to me by a drunk Dan DeDio. I mean, that's why they fired him. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that, that was a, a very. He had canceled a book that Mitch and I were supposed to do. We were supposed to do a Batman book, and he had canceled mm-hmm. it because um, he said that Mitch wasn't a good enough artist to be on the main Batman title. Wow, <laughs> oh, man, that crazy. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> and so, uh, so we were left without a book, and Dan got really drunk. With Dan and I both got really drunk one day, and he offered. He's like, "What do you want to do?" And he, and he threw out Mister Miracle. He's like, "Yeah, how about Mister Miracle?" And I was like, "Okay, fine." And that's <laughs> yeah, all that old Kirby stuff. There's always gold to be mined from that. Yeah, you you kind of want yeah. you want your company to be like, "Here's a thing. We don't know what to do with it." go run that's like mm-hmm. the best thing and then if you turn it into a hit then it's you know yeah then you can do it you know. yeah i mean that's that's why everyone's i mean that's stranko kirby they all have the same story of like i went into the company and i was like what's your least selling book i'm gonna turn it around i mean that's like, that's like the <laughs> comic book yeah that was I that's did. the big neil adams x-men thing where he yeah you know I don't, I don't know how much of it's true but he says that he was like the you know it was not as good what good selling book until he came on and took over yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's the mythos. So the, the, sm- the smaller characters are good. good. And also because if they don't have... like I think there's some characters that have such death-defining runs they're hard to work with. Like yeah. Daredevil, I imagine, is super hard to work with, with, with Miller and Bendis. I mean, certainly oh the God, current run of it's not very good. Yeah, no. Yeah. That stuff is you, you, you've met rough. Chip Zdarsky, right? He's a show, the enemy of the show. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, he's Canadian, so I can understand. Yeah. yeah, yeah no. Bad, bad dude. Yeah, no, he's mm-hmm. he's he's mean. He's mean to dogs. I've seen him beat dogs before. I feel like that's why they you're, you're saying Daredevil's a, like a, a challenging book to write because of the runs that have come before. I'm pretty sure that's why they gave it to Chip because they're like, let's just watch this dude flounder. Yeah, yeah that's kind of fun. Totally yeah. 
yeah, I, yeah. We've absolutely. we've had a drunken call. I just want to say this about Chip real quick. <laughs> we've had a drunk a drunken call with him on the show where we just called him out of the blue. Two other times I've tried to call Chip. Uh, I've been like, hey, can we call you on the show right now? And he's just texted back and he's like, I can't. I'm drunk right now. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ. What is going on? Are we saying here that it's an exclusive uh, that Chip Zdarsky's an alcoholic? Seven. <laughs> yeah, Chip, <laughs> Chip Zdarsky's an alcoholic, yes. Chip doesn't drink, dude. You guys know that? That's his go-to get the fuck out of here oh, thing. Shit. He's like, oh, I'm drunk. <laughs> shit. Uh, That's pretty good. All right. I got a quick oh, question right. concerning if you if you can shed any sort of light on it. Um so this is a black label book, of course, and black label stuff is booming over at DC, um, and I think it's it's a it's an interesting thing. Did you have it in mind as quote a black label book, or did they sort of say what if it is? Yeah, no, we wanted to do it in the same continuity of Mister Miracle, where it kind of exists mm-hmm. in Mister Miracle's in continuity, but it's put to the side a little bit, so mm-hmm. it doesn't like if there's a crossover event or something, you don't have to like interrupt. Uh, and so yeah. that was always our plan. It would be DCU, but over to the side. And then when it was about to come out, they're like, um, we're redoing our labeling, our uh, rating system. Mm-hmm. So if it's, uh, if you, if you want to use swear words, even wingding swear words, and, you, and we had, a, like I said, we had a sex scene, uh, we, we had to either cut all that out or make it black label. We're like black label, right, for right. sure. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it was, it was basically just a way to signal that there's, you know, the little kids don't have to yeah. up. Sure. Cool. All right. Yeah, Ryan, we want to do... I had a question as well, real quick, if you don't mind. Okay, Ethan. Ethan. Jesus Christ. Jesus. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> next episode, I'm gone. Uh, no, so... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you trip and fall on any given day, you'll fall onto somebody else's podcast. Um, that's the rumor, anyway. I think we're the only podcast out there, but that's what I've heard. And oh, I saw, congratulations. Yeah. And somebody's, <laughs> somebody's podcast I saw, I'm not naming names because there's no free rides, but somebody said, uh, what, like, <laughs> what other character needs to get, like, the Tom King treatment? And I was thinking about what that means because, like, we got Mr. Miracle and now Adam Strange, and, like, you, you, like, it's kind of this thing that surrounds your name now where you take, like, a minor character and then you do some sort of really grounded kind of emotional, serious take on that character. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I think that that's what people are associating with you a lot now. And so, like, I just wanted to know, like, because that's I've, I keep seeing that kind of question pop up. And, like, what goes into the Tom King touch? Like, when you approach a character, like, where do you get from Adam Strange this story? But I feel like that's just, like, the 1986, like, like, like uh, more took the Charlton's characters and made them into Watchmen. And, sure, yeah. And uh, more did, did the same. Yeah. Miller did that same thing, and then and then after '86, there were a bunch of people who tried to do that. So Chaykin did it with a bunch of things, right. and uh, it, it, even Adam Strange got his serious Adam Strange book, mm-hmm. uh, which is a beautiful book by Andy uh, Kubert with on art, and it's it's not very good written. It's like, <laughs> he has like an affair. It feels like he's going through a midlife crisis, but it's like it's like there is oh, a no. sad Adam Strange like late '80s book. If you guys look it up. Um, so you're opposed to it being called the Tom King treatment? <laughs> no, yeah, no. I, branding wise, I'm all for it. Just give it, yeah, give, give me the credit. That, that's what Alan Moore did. He did the Tom King treatment to the Charlton's character. Interesting. Think, all right. Very purposely. Yeah. That's that true. must be an that's honor. Perfect. Hey, there's your mark. Yeah, that, that's your better than Watchmen. <laughs> Just start tweeting at Alan Moore, even though he's not on Twitter. Admit that you do, you did the Tom King treatment. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, I was reading Hickman's X Men, which is wonderful. If you guys, I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah. The House of X, Power of X. I read the whole thing in, in one sitting, 
And I was, I was thinking, I was like, man, Hickman and I are the exact opposite writers. Like, I think mm-hmm. you could do a Hickman treatment where he takes sort of characters and he makes them into gods. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, he turns them, he elevates them until they become sort of almost so mythic they have to deal with their their myth, kind of. Right. In FF and X. And I do the exact same thing. I take the, the opposite where I take these gods and I just lower them down and I give them sort of normal problems. I feel right. like the two of us kind of pass that way. So I, I think maybe that's what I do more than anything else. Also, I just try to find what's, for better, lack of a better word, real about them and put that forward. Yeah, interesting. And make them sad and look out windows cry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the best. Yeah. <laughs> Which character deserves the Tom King treatment to be sad? Mm. <laughs> that's what character is too happy. I'm trying to change that with these three books I'm doing now. I'm trying to make it just not all about sad all the time, but we'll see if that works. I don't yeah, know. it's funny. It's Super, it's Superman up in the sky. Super, Super, I was fascinated to see Superman up in the sky because I'm like, oh, Tom King is on the brightest character ever. And that's a wonderful story, but man, is it dour. <laughs> that was like, what? That's not dour? <laughs> 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 uh, Listen, Ethan's right Another Didio story, which I've told, but uh, yes. you know, the whole story is just super simple. It's like a girl's been kidnapped and he has yeah, to right. rescue her. And. Um, and we were late night in a, in a Baltimore hotel, and, and it was like two in the morning. I saw Didio by the elevator. Go, Tom, Tom, I know you want to kill that girl at the end. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, I'm for it. I'll, I'll let you do it. I'll let you. Oh do my it. god! I'm not gonna have Superman fight a dead <laughs> girl at the end of twelve issues. My God, I'm not that depressing, all right? Well, the story starts off <laughs> with some kids dying, if I recall correctly. <laughs> yeah, no, I true. It's it does. There's a child. That, I know. At one point, I was, I was like, "That's my light story. It's like my all ages story." We're just yeah, like, right. And they're like, "But there's a child who dies." <laughs> Whoops! It's a great story, though. It all panned out. <laughs> the first thing I ever wrote was, just, was a short story for, for for Tom Fowler for Vertigo, and I, on the second panel, a twelve-year-old gets shot in the head. So <laughs> <laughs> like... Inciting uh, incident. That's the Tom. That's, that's the Tom King treatment. <laughs> yeah, the Tom King treatment. Yeah, <laughs> shot through that. Just, just dead kids. Uh, we got some questions that we like to ask a whole bunch of people when they come on the show. Ryan, do you want to do those questions? Yeah, now? sure. All right. Okay. Question. It's been so long. We've had Donny Cates on the show for twelve years. Oh. Oh yeah. That, I know. I'm stupid. glad he's Does not he here. By the, the way, same guys. questions oh, every my time. God, I know. Yeah, it's just it's just the five questions, and if we had you on a second time, we'd come up with five new ones. But I, it, it's nearly impossible to do so. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, okay. Question the first. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your favorite single issue of a comic book of all time? I, I just I, I um there's I know there's two that are tied right now. Um, it's you Strange mentioned Adventures. top. <laughs> yeah, Strange Adventures number one. It was so good written. I, I liked it. Sexy. Um, no, um, uh, top ten number eight. Which, okay. Uh, that's the um, the one they copied for True Detective, with the mm-hmm. the car accident when they're looking at the stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Flash fifth Flash, uh, the Wally West Flash fifty four, which is the one where he um, uh, he's on a plane and and a, and a woman. Uh, the stewardess is sucked out and he has to jump out of the plane. He doesn't have the powers to fly. He's not that fast. And, the, and he has to sort of save her, yeah. um, which is in the best of Flash volume, which just came out. Uh, if you guys want to check that out. Yeah, th- Who those, wrote th- that one? Those, that's uh, William Messner Loeb. Oh, and, okay. Uh, with Greg LaRocque on art. And top 10 is obviously Alan Moore and Gene Ha and Xander. Yeah, w- uh, William Messner Loeb is, Loeb's is a, a Michigander. Oh, Griffin. Yeah. So cool is guy. Doc. Doc Shaner. He is. He's, He's a Grand Rapids. Yeah, he lives. He lives next door to you, Griffin. 
Oh, we're going to get coronavirus together. <laughs> well, yeah. first mention, it took that long. No, well, cr- yeah, chrono- chronologically, earlier, this won't earlier. be the first mention. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hell yeah. We can be in quarantine. We'll work on a book together. It'll be awesome. No, no, no. I have given him enough work. You stay away from me. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Um, okay, next question. Yeah. Who is your favorite all-time comic book writer? And I think I know the answer, but go ahead. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's Alan Moore, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that, I mean, uh, that's a fine answer. Yeah, you don't have to answer. fret. I feel like everyone. Knows <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I can give you my. I can give you my top four. four. I can give you Al, Al, yeah. Alan Moore, uh, Stanley, uh, Frank Miller, and Jack Kirby, depending on how you count him as a writer. He's a terrible word writer, but a brilliant art idea writer. Right. So those, those I agree. His true. his writing is kind of silly. But then, did you read Did you read Super Gods by Grant Morrison? Ooh, yes, I woo. did. He had the thing. I, I bring this up on the podcast all the time. That book, but he uh, it's a great. He book. had that thing where he talked about how he felt like Jack Kirby was doing like a Shakespearean dialogue thing, where they were speaking like gods would speak or whatever. Mm. And I was a little bit like mm, maybe. And Grant Morrison's <laughs> smarter than me, so. <laughs> that, I mean, all the credit to the king, but uh, yeah, that's, uh, to, to me, it reads like he was, especially in his later work, he was sort of trying to be Stan Lee, but almost over, more over the top. Yeah. Like he was trying to capture it, um, but yeah. Tom, do you know, do you know Grant Morrison personally? I've, I wouldn't say I know him, like I've hung out with him a few times. Does it um, seem that he is indeed smarter than all of us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do remember the one time we got together. He was yelling at me about why Watchmen sucked. I was like, I think it's okay. Oh, <laughs> I'd like to hear that. Let's get him on the show. <laughs> you know, he uh, went he, into that a little bit on Super Gods too, right? He, yeah, yeah. He, he he's super. If you ever meet him, he's super nice and he reads everything. Right. So he'll be like, he'll you'll meet him. Like I met him when I was just like starting on Grayson. And he's and, and I didn't think you know anybody was reading. That. He's like Tom King on Grayson. It's great. Oh my god. <laughs> The way you emphasize his butt. I love the butt stuff. Yeah. Um, so, oh I love the butt stuff. You heard it here, uh, folks. That's pretty good. So he's, yeah, Grant he's Morrison super, loves butt stuff. Super positive. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I do think of that about Alan Moore. I do believe that he is just smarter than everybody. I was, I've yeah. reread um, Miracle Man recently, and I'm just like, how does he know so much stuff? <laughs> I know he never went to college. He dropped out of high school. He was a drug dealer. You know, got kicked out of high school. That's crazy. Um, I know, like, a, I know, like a experience. couple things really well. I could write a comic book about drawing a comic book. <laughs> and about like being, maybe, about being a sad dad. Yeah, maybe yes. the the two thousand four Detroit Pistons, and that's about all I'm qualified <laughs> to talk about. Dude, I'm in. Let's do it. All right. Uh, okay. Who is your favorite all time comic book artist? Uh, Alex Toth, okay, number one. Yeah, I, I, uh, he's an angry, crazy person, and he never he got like four great scripts in his forty-year career because <laughs> he alienated himself from everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, he's just he can tell a story better than anyone who ever sort of picked up a pen. I think that one of the most beautiful uh, stories ever drawn was that crushed gardenia story that was in Genius Illustrated. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, Oof, unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, I see a lot of his influence on uh, Doc's work, especially in this book. Yeah, I see a lot. You know, I work with um, like Jorge Fornes. We did a yes. Batman together, and we're doing another book together now. 
um, a secret book, and I see a lot of Toth in him too. So. Yeah, yeah, I think that he he's Toth via Mazzucchelli, which yeah. you know, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, what's your favorite story arc of all time in a comic? I saw it. So what is, what is a story arc is? I Just, you know, like several issues, you know, like a five issue arc of Amazing Spider-Man from 1974. So it has to be internal, so it can't be like a <laughs> miniseries. It could be. Yeah, that, that'd be fine. Could go with minis. It has yeah. to be a five issue arc from Amazing Spider-Man from 1974. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't specify. <laughs> Who is the Hog Goblin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm t- uh, my favorite... Story arc of all time. Man, shit, that's a tougher one. Um, I mean, there's the obvious ones like Watchmen and stuff like that. And Where do you stand? That doesn't really appeal to me Like, if I'm just going to read something over and over again. What's, um, what's your favorite work by Alan Moore of all time? Maybe that'll make it easier. Uh, Watchmen are top ten. I feel like I've already mentioned those. Those two stick out to me as the best. You, those are the ones I like the best. Do you think that you're wrong, though, and that Swamp Thing is his best work? No, <laughs> no way, man. The, per- the prose gets too purpley on the swamp thing. Oh yeah, it's, it's same like, in same in Miracle Man, where it's just like sometimes I'm just like, all right, stand back a little bit. Yeah, it's like it's like seven adjectives for every smell. Yeah, <laughs> that's a popular well, like, swamp take right is, now, though. Swamp thing is, is, is the utter best. genius. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, he he does do that sometimes, where I'm just like, I mean. I, I find myself getting lost where I'm like, I don't, I don't even know what you're saying at this point. <laughs> but if, if I had to pick something that's in a series, I'd probably go Born Again. Daredevil. Oh, and that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's cliche, but that probably... As opposed to it's fine to be script. cliche. <laughs> that one's so good. Do, do you have the artist Absolutely edition? Fine. No, what do I need artist edition? I had black and white. I like color. Yeah, but the Born Again, the Born Again uh, artist edition is my favorite artist edition that they have because it's... First of all, Mazza Kelly was like out of his mind with his inks on it where he just, you know, how it kind of like just starts falling apart. And I think it's almost like done as a story for story, but he, they get real chunky in some parts and it's so cool to look at. And then also there's overlays mm. where you can uh. see the art, um, you know, like how, how he made certain images that I would have never thought, you know, That's he had so done cool. it that way. That's so cool. I've, I've read that book maybe 20 times I've never read it for the chunky inks I have to say <laughs> well like when be uh, Ben Yurick's face all starts turning into like this these geometric shapes so cool listen I love art alright I know you're a writer <laughs> I love art too I'm into it alright uh, last one uh, what is your favorite current series I think Criminal Image is the one that I think really Ooh, sort of sticks out mm-hmm. to me. I love. I mean, that series has been going on for what fifteen years now, but like the series, I'm most when I read it, where I'm just blown away by every issue. It's yeah, criminal. right. Sean and you've, and you've met Brubaker. I have. I have met Brubaker. Man, he was goddamn nice. He was mm-hmm. super. He like sat down at my table with me. I was really intimidated with him, and he was just. <laughs> and he was like, "Here are all the secrets. Here's all the Hollywood secrets. Here's how to get an image." He was like, "Not." I mean, some creators, you know, they kind of look at you a competition, but he's like, "Let me open every door I can for you." How, how many? You brought this up earlier about how Grant Morrison reads everything. How many creator? How often do you come across writers that you feel like they do read everything? Is that common? No, I think it's rare. It's. I mean, do you a lot, do that? 
I read it. I read everything. I mean, I get it all for free. That helps. Right. <laughs> I mean, well, I get all DC for free. I don't get Marvel for free. Um, so I read less Marvel than I should. But I, I, so I read most of DC at this point, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me just say, I think comics can be better. I think they should be better. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think a lot of people, especially, I think even editors, like they don't read their stuff. Like not enough people know what's going on now. They've read the greats right. and they think that's enough. And they work in the industry and they work on their own books. But I feel like you have to keep reading your contemporaries to see what's going on. Totally. Yeah, I definitely feel like it's it's almost part of the job. If you're a writer, I don't I don't have to read everything. Come on. <laughs> you, <laughs> you mentioned you, you were talking about criminal. Did you guys read Kill or Be Killed? I, I read some of that. God yeah. damn, that's good. That's a that's, good yeah. book. <laughs> yeah, those two guys together. The, the thing that Ed does, which, which again I like again like with Hickman, I own was like Ed puts narration every single panel. I, I don't have captions generally speaking in any of yeah. my stuff. I don't. Mm, right. You don't. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, only Vision has captions, and they're kind of this weird, like, future narrative. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but Ed, Ed does every single every single panel has a, a thing at the top, almost yeah. in Lee style. But it works. It feels like you're reading a novel, but it doesn't take as much effort. Yeah. Like sometimes, like you read a novelist who's doing this, and they're just doing it all wrong. But it's, the way Ed does it, it's just perfect. You just get yeah. The killer be killed captions are the most entertaining captions. Like they're 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 wonderful. Uh, I you just reminded me of one other question that I've had in the back of my mind for a long time. Do you have some sort of philosophy background from I Vision? Do. You do? Okay. I do. I was, a ma- I was a philosophy major at Columbia University, a fancy Ivy League school. Back in the All right. I was so you're way smarter than me, too. Great. <laughs> no, not uh, at all. I was a philosophy a minor. Fuck just, off, Greg. Just, <laughs> just, well, I was a double major. I did philosophy and history. I've got two useless degrees. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, we, we can we it, stack up all our... I have an English degree, so... <laughs> I got communications. All right, <laughs> all right. Did you guys know that Griffin studied film? Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Griffin. I didn't even, I didn't even bring it up. Film in retrospect, like all the different angles and all that stuff. I wish I'd learned all that. That would actually have been useful to my career. <laughs> like philosophy. You're doing, you're doing okay. Right. Yeah. Don't worry about me. Yeah. Well, I think that that's about all we need from oh, you. Shit. You did great. And that's oh, it. So We've nice. milked you for everything. Now we're going to get those views, and that's it. <laughs> and we'll see you around. Awesome. The money's going to roll in. I think if anybody can get us Chip Zdarsky downloads, it might be Tom King. So. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing, Tom. With Chip again. We've- We've gone through some dark periods in those days. <laughs> Chip, Chip did, took over the podcast, and it is by far, he, just for like one week, and I wasn't on it. I was on it shouting at him briefly, uh, and it is like double, it's double all the yeah. other downloads. <laughs> yeah, but that's just him. It's just him yeah. every morning downloading it over every and over morning. again. To oh, to yeah, that's a good morning. point. I didn't that's, think about that's that. Not yes. Fair. For sure. And he sends it out to all of his newsletter fans Ugh. or whatever the fuck, and they, they all click the link. Oh, yeah, like those nah. people are real. That's a Russian box, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, Ryan, should we end the show? Yeah, let, we should let me ask show. you yeah. if you have anything you want to promote. Tell us about your social medias and everything, because, you know, I'm sure everybody already follows you, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, what am I? Uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm Tom at Tom King TK, and I'm on Instagram at Tom King underscore TK. Just to make everything <laughs> difficult. Tom King is the most generic name. It's very hard to get stuff. <laughs> it's, it's a good like, name. It's a good name. So yeah, I'm there. Follow me or don't follow me. You guys should. Um, 
I just want to say, but before I leave, what a huge fan I am of uh, Orion's stuff, and just I think it's brilliant, and I think uh, Tony's a brilliant writer. Oh fuck well, yeah! Thank you. Um, you guys are killing it over at Marvel. You're making us very jealous of the fantastic <laughs> stuff you're doing. Both emotional. And what about mine and mine and Ethan's? We're doing work. good podcast work. I, I, I think know. he Amazing. told you yeah, what I he thought about your work when he ran away from you at C two E two. Damn it! God damn it! You're my favorite Alaskan <laughs> podcaster. Yeah. Take that, sketch guy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Um, when is the next issue of Adam or Strange Adventures coming out? Uh, three weeks, assuming that the world doesn't collapse, which it probably will. I think that's probably almost My. guaranteed. So. Oh boy! Good uh, lord. We'll we'll see if uh, fun times. Can I tell you guys something depressing real quick? Before uh, we end this? Yes, <laughs> yes. Night, Stegman's depressing story, Corey. I was about to say that. <laughs> I watched I watched Trump's address to the nation, mm-hmm. and I was just like starting to to spiral like oh you know Mm -hmm. like starting to panic and you know go crazy Mm -hmm. and i'm like well what's what's something that i love that will make me not panic anymore Mm -hmm. let's watch some nba basketball (laughs) (laughs) get fucked and i turned it on and i'm not kidding it said it flashed right when i turned it on breaking news nba season suspended like and i'm like what like you know it took me like 20 minutes to be like does it like just no basketball anymore and it's just gone. And we're living, like a, we're living a nightmare, Ryan. We're all going to be shut down. So everyone read comics. Yeah. That's all. We'll all yeah, hey, comics, comics can still be made because we just sit in our basements anyway. We were going to make That's these right. no yeah. matter what. You don't have to yeah. shut down the Hollywood premiere. Right. Yeah, Comicsology is about to get some massive getting <laughs> Everyone's just staying it in. It is true, oh though. Like, like, to make a movie, a bunch of people have to get together, a play, or anything. Yeah, right. We're a very weird entertainment industry that all of us can be mm-hmm. by ourselves and yeah. put together a mm-hmm. product. I mean, if novelists can do it, but it takes them forever to get shit you out. You could we all be in quarantine. Months. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. No, I was thinking about this today. Like, we, we could just put stuff out online. You'd never have to mm-hmm. print it. We could still do the podcast. Breaking, everybody. <laughs> Coronavirus is not stopping the podcast. Unless ever. Griffin gets it. Which, <laughs> even though, listen, <laughs> there's a strong chance. All right. Well, let's let Tom go. Hashtag Tom, pray for, for Griffin. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, Tom, great to meet you, man. Thanks so much for coming on. What a pleasure. Thank you for everything. You guys rock. And now I'll say the rest of the things that we say at the end of the show, just so then we have it right here at the end of the show. (laughs) Um, Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find us at Stegman Show on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find Ryan Stegman at Ryan Stegman. I'm Griffin. You can find me at Griff Sheridan. That's Ethan. He's going to go pee or something. He's at Tales to Astonish. Yes, he got it. Good for him. We have a Discord. Um, it's not Segment Show 1 anymore. It's just Segment Show. But do they need like an invite for that, Ryan? I don't know how it works at I all. I think so. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, <laughs> me I'm neither. Not sure I'm, gonna, um, I'm not sure I'm going to figure it out. So We'll see. Email us at stegmanandfriends at gmail.com if you have a question. Also, you can find all of our episodes at stegmanandfriends.com. And that's it. That's the end of the show. 